And now for the podcast, where none of us can count to ten. This is Not All Podcasts, Wear Capes. And hey, I'm T, this is Spade, and we are joined by the social media maven herself, the, the viral, the viral voodoo mama over here. Yeah, the viral, viral voodoo mama. Barely viral. I don't, hey, uh, you, no, got you tweeted by, Nef- by Netflix. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah, that was that's crazy. Been, I don't, I, I was like, wow. I did this tweet two weeks ago, and the Netflix account retweeted me. So, what's your coolest uh, Netflix thing ever, Ariani? What do you mean? Was it that? Like, like you're, you know, who follows that, you? That a, or that a big, huge account retweeted me. Yeah, was it was it Netflix? It might be that. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Spade, so. do you have any? Uh, what's your What's your top uh, Twitter moment? Kevin Smith res- responded to one of my tweets one time, and Matthew Berry, not the actor oh. Matthew Berry, the fantasy football guy, Matthew Berry, uh, responded have, to one of my tweets. <laughs> I have a better. One <laughs> That's my highlight. <laughs> oh, I was like Matthew Berry. Oh no, fantasy football. <laughs> I have a better one. Um, John Carpenter. Uh, um, we went back and forth a little bit on twitter a long time ago talking about they live that's pretty good you should tell him t yeah. wants to watch the thing but we just haven't oh <laughs> uh, yeah we need to do this th- we need to do the thing like the a, thing. A, a throwback review yeah i've never seen it yeah, me neither what, what do you mean you never seen <gasps> i've oh been meaning to see it for decades it I've been is meaning literally to see one it. of the best movies ever made yeah, anyway it's, speaking it's, of the best it's movies it's ever called made. Like a th- and, oh hold on hold on oh. i i've set you guys see what Where's the love? I asked you about your best internet, you know, Twitter thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I asked Spade, and nobody me. asks me. No, now I'm not going to tell it, you. No, is it is now it a Freddie Prince Jr. ignoring you over and over again? <laughs> well, laughing, yeah. Well, that's well, that's one of them, right? Freddie Prince, because he play, he does the voice for. Um, Help me out here. Kane and Jarrus. Kane and Jarrus on uh, on uh, Star Wars Rebels, and they're all going to go live, and I'm like. And I'm like, hey, are you going to show up in, what was it? It was uh, Obi-Wan. Are you going to show up or whatever? As you tweet live? him in like, every time a new Star Wars uh, live action project gets announced. <laughs> For every Star Wars show, <laughs> you're like, Freddie Prince Jr., are you going to be in Right. It? Are you going to show up? And he, just, he, he responded to me by going, ha. But no, here's my two. <laughs> ha. Ha. Um, um, so, but, you know. You know, he might have had a conversation. I don't know. I'm, I'm, because I'm, I'm gonna retweet that back to him when it go, when, when he shows up in, um, <laughs> when he shows up in, uh, Ahsoka Tano. Maybe that's why he's ignoring you. He doesn't want to give it away by accident. Yeah, what's he gonna do? He was gonna say, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, um, actually, there's two things. One, it's two people that follow me. One, Aaron Eisenberg, who uh, played Nog. The Ferengi Nog on Deep Space Nine, he follows me. He passed away. So he no longer follows you. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. He's, he's so great. He, he, he doesn't follow you. The, the estate follows you. The estate, the estate follows me. He he clicked it. He clicked it, you know. Um, uh, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, Chuck D from Public Enemy follows me. What? Oh, what? See, we, well, yeah, when, when we went and saw Daredevil and we were live tweeting about the night... Uh, yeah, yeah. Karen Ann Wall or Karen Deborah Ann Wall. Deborah Ann, uh, Deborah Ann Wall. <laughs> yeah, she retweeted us and liked some of our tweets and and didn't. Oh, um, nice. Rosario Dawson, I think, or no, she posed in a picture for you. She waved at T. Hi. Yeah, yeah, right. I was like, yo, 
I'm married. Right. No, you weren't married at that point. Yes, but I she was. was. The no, entire was... time we've been doing the podcast, we've been I've been married, dude. Wait, See, we weren't Daredevil? doing the podcast when we when we went and saw Daredevil. That was in like oh, 2016. We the po- I was married. I was married in tw- tw- 2015. But I, I was right, already maybe Kate, you so weren't married. All right, all right, whatever, whatever, whatever. Guys, guys, we're we we've been going on for five minutes. Got, that's gotta, right. That's right. Let's get okay. Got a lot to go through. Okay, Ariani, what's her topic today? Go. I go shoot through us. this beer. Is what I shoot us go straight. Through. Go ahead. Happy New Year. Well, we're supposed to be doing our top ten of 2022, but we don't really have a top ten because too much content this year. Too much content. It, it's been a lot of stuff that came out this year, and a lot of it has been really good. So. We each have our uh, own special. A lot, of, a lot of it has been straight up ass. Some too, of it has yeah. been straight up ass, but we're not going to talk about the stuff that's been straight up ass. We're going to talk about, we're going to be positive. We're going to talk about the stuff that we really, really enjoyed. And if any of you, you know, haven't seen some of the stuff, give it a watch, you know, or give it a listen or give it, a, you know, just go out there and find something that, that is enjoyable. Um, but the problem is we have too much to go through. So um, we each have our own special way of, of... So the joke in the intro is that uh, no one did a top 10, but I did a top 10. And all of two hours ago, you were all you guys were giving though. me a hard time going, did you get your top 10 ready? Did you prepare for the thing? You haven't been preparing. And now I'm prepared. And then Sir, all of a sudden, were, none of you, you guys were, have a top 10? You were struggling yeah, but, but to come up wait, with that. wait until the people hear what your top ten is and how certain things got put on that list. Okay. So wait. <laughs> let's let's we, save so it. Let's. Are we gonna do honorable mentions first? Get, go ahead, Ariani. Run through your honorable mentions first. Go for it. All right. Wait, so, wait, wait. Mm, I, okay. What? Go ahead. All right. What? But we can't talk about honorable mentions because somebody's honorable mention might be on somebody's list. Right. You know so if I mean? it's on, if it's on a list, then I'll stop. All right. One of my honorable men- mentions. Uh, first up is Prey. Oh. Yeah, remember Prey? Prey, Prey was great. I, I do. It didn't great. make my top 10, but it was great. It was a it, very good movie. Very. It excellent. scratched out of my top 10. It scratched out of my top 10. It was got there for a brief moment and then popped off. All right. Another top 10. Ambulance. Loved Ambulance. Fun movie. Super great. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal going a thousand percent. Michael do you hear the ambulance Bay. in the background? Do you, do you hear the ambulance in the background running by my house? No, I didn't. Nope. Did I, nope. did I do that? Oh, okay. That was kind of weird. No, that's you got cool. an, you got an ambient that, ambulance? That was, that spooky, was for me. Sp- spooky action at a distance. That, that's a sign. Watch Ambulance. That movie's super fun. Best best uh, Michael Bay Oh, Michael Bay? Yeah, years. don't watch that. Don't watch no, that. No, 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 no. no, no. Let's, listen. Hey, come on. Don't be uncool. Watch, like, watch the next movie that has that a drone camera person in it and, and watch that Michael Bay. It's, it's like watching, watching Michael Bay is like going to a movie theater oh and having God. somebody shout at you yeah. all the, for two hours. You know what like a Michael Bay movie is? It's like being on our text chat. If you lie on oh the, you know, listen, <laughs> listen, it's like, like if, if you're lying on the floor and somebody takes a cardboard box, a broken glass and just starts shaking it on your face. That's what like a Michael Bay movie is like. The rock is right, awesome. Don't, don't listen to T. They hey, they quote The Rock in the movie, and it's really hilarious. It's like the best. We're, we're talking about do. the movie The Rock, not Dwayne Johnson for, no, for the millennials the, the, out there the who movie, might not the know. Movie, no, the <laughs> I, I thought you were movie. talking about The Rock. No, the, <laughs> the movie The Rock. I am talking about The Rock. <laughs> you know, The Rock. The Rock is a James Bond movie. It's a James Bond movie. Anyway, they wanted it to be a James Bond. Anyway, movie. anyway, 
Ambulance was one of my favorite movies of the year. I really had a lot of fun with it. It was great. Best Michael Bay movie in God knows how long. Um, more honorable mention, Barbarian. Barbarian gave me the hardest laugh in the theater all year. Um, great, great horror movie where the trailer really misdirects the audience. You go in expecting one thing and about 45 minutes into the movie, it completely switches gears on you. You are not prepared. She's spoiling this for us right now, isn't she? Isn't she? Isn't she, uh, Spade? What I was going to ask is that's something that the movie uh, theater, or not the not theater, the uh, the motion picture company could be sued for because of a misleading trailer. Yeah, well, I don't know, but I hope not because that was one of the best surprises of the year. Um, other not Yo, yo, mentioned. dude. Okay, sorry. No, I was going to start going. I was going to start going off on a tangent. Uh, Listen, man, if I saw a Marvel movie that had freaking Robert Downey Jr. in a trailer and I went to that Marvel movie and Robert Downey Jr. was not in that movie, I'd be pissed. Class action lawsuit. Okay, next on my honorable mention. I just watched this last week. It was one of like my last minute things that I'm sad didn't make my list, but it's excellent. It's The Woman King with a Viola Davis crowd pleasing movie so great it's like it's it's gladiator for the modern age but like way better <laughs> and and got got some some flack for the historical accuracy but so did gladiator so i think it's unfair to hold it up to a higher standard just because it's it features um black female cast um Lashana Lynch is in it and she's had a hell of a year and she's phenomenal in it watch it um next up honorable mention is a documentary called fire of love um it's on disney plus one of my friends his wife was a producer on it um and it got picked up by national geographic and it's an amazing documentary i hope it gets on a short list for the oscars because it's really great um it's about two volcano volcanologists who are married and that's they they study volcanoes and it's it's awesome i hope i hope that uh, movie lives long and prospers you'll see <laughs> volcanic not volcanic god but volcano right. comes from the greek god vulcan yes yes who is the god of the forge jordy laforge that's, the, that's your uh, that's etymology what, that's lesson what, today. Right. Yes. And then they named Vulcan the planet on Star Trek because Mercury and Mars and Venus were all taken. So they said, he's from the planet Vulcan. Let's pick another Greek god name. And that's the god of the forge. And it's hot. I guess they didn't want to go with Uranus. Moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, another movie that made my honorable mention. I just watched it too. It's called The Menu um, with Ray Fine. Oh, I heard that was pretty good. It's so cool. It's another one where it's just like you kind of go twists and turns. It's twisty. It's turny, and you class action lawsuit. You are gonna immediately want to get a cheeseburger as soon as you finish it. Watch it. Um, And last time I honorable mention, it might be on one of you guys' list is what we do in the shadows. Not on mine this year, but I mean it's great. It's yeah, great. It's great, great, but it uh it, it 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 was on our top ten last year, but it kind of fell off this year. Not because it was bad, but it's just there was too much happening. Um, but it was still very funny, very funny. Oh uh, no, it was never, it was great. 
I think maybe it didn't come to my mind because I'm upset with Taika about. Uh, <laughs> you're uh, still hurt. Uh, love and thunder. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I love Taika, man. Taika, I love you but if you, you're listening. But you know, he's, you're not he's, listening. He's pre- he was pre- he's more credited as a creator at this point. I don't think he's too involved in the writing process. But I'm gonna think I'm gonna live a lot with that episode where they um they try to get baby Colin enrolled in school. Oh, that was the best one. That was, <laughs> the, that was the best one. I mean, I like when he was doing all the show tunes. I, I uh, the performing fun. at the club. That that was that was great. Yeah. But the I can't even think of an episode because I get the seasons mixed up. But you know, what we even the worst episode of what we do in the shadows, it's you're gonna laugh good. the entire yeah. time. You're gonna laugh the entire time. You know, a lot of people yeah. like the um the home improvement episode. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That, that was good too. And, yeah, and of course, uh, uh. Matt Berry went viral with his delivery where he's just like, you really are the most devious bastard in New York City. <laughs> it's just great delivery on that. Anyway, those are my honorable mentions. Um, watch them. They're all fun if you haven't already. Um, who's next? T, you got any honorable mentions? or? Uh... I, don't, I don't have honorable mentions. I didn't get time to do all honorable mentions. I have. Okay, you know what? Right now, I'll do like my list of shows I didn't finish, so I did not put them. <laughs> put sad violin the... music over it. All right, here it goes. <laughs> I'm tap. I'm tapping my 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 card on the table like David Letterman. All right. Um, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Did not finish it. Um, why? Um, Andor came out the same time as Andor. It came out the same time as House of the Dragon. Came out the yep. same time as like She Hulk was going on at the same time, right? Yep. Yeah. All those things were going on the same. You know, it was too so much all um, at once. and I even went to the premiere in New York with my brother. And I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. I'm a big Tolkien fan, not from the movies, but from the original books that I read as a child. So that, um, but I, I it, what I've seen so far, it wouldn't have probably made my list. But I don't know. I hear I hear it and strong. Um, two, the Sandman on my list. The only reason it's not on my list is because I did not finish it. That's the well, you only reason. You established that. You, you established that. Okay. Next one. Uh, next point. Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. If I could, and I, I made a rule for myself, if I didn't finish it, I won't put it on the list. I didn't finish it, but this would have probably landed on the list and that's my list of shows i did not finish very very good um okay so my honorable mentions are a couple things this year that i saw that didn't come out this year but if they did they'd probably make their way in some shape or form on on my list and ariani this one i know was on your list last year because you were talking about it squid game squid game is awesome you got to yeah I'm glad you liked it. I watched Squid Game. Yep. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, Don't really want to spoil anything or say anything more. If you haven't seen Squid Game on Netflix, definitely worth your time, worth checking out for for sure. Not for the squeamish, uh, for sure. Uh, Another thing, T, you turned me on to this a couple years ago because the show was coming out. You're like, you got to watch the old movie and The Dark Crystal. The, The Dark Crystal on Netflix, it got canceled. But uh, it's another thing. It's with puppets, right? Nobody, if people don't know what that is, it's Jim Henson production. That was this and, year? Uh, no, no, no. This is my honorable mentions. Uh, Remember uh, everything that uh, I saw? Uh, right. I saw it this year, 
but it's, right. it came it out came a out few last years year, ago. Yeah, year. a couple okay. years ago. I, I'm meaning to see that still. It's it's worth your time. It's basically like Game of Thrones remember, with puppets. I remember you sent us like a really like messed up scene from the show, and I was like, there's, oh my god, is this for children? Yeah, there, there's a lot of like messed up <laughs> stuff. I'm telling you, it's like Game of Thrones for with puppets. Like, with puppets. I'm, I'm yeah. a huge Dark Crystal movie fan, and I love it. And I... I'm a huge Went in so excited to see the first episode, and they put so much exposition and character stuff. Like they they took like the first episode was like a dump truck where they rolled it up and they just dumped all this stuff on you. That I I was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't keep up. So I was. I'm like, telling you, it's like an HBO show where you're just thrown in the middle and you're like, got to keep up and, and go at your own pace. And it, it's hard on a show like this where the characters don't have like normal names and they all kind of look the same because they're all puppets you know so puppets, it's kind of right, 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 right. you know it's, it's a little the, tough all the, but... all the gelflings look alike right right mm-hmm. right same thing with with the skexies and everything uh and these last two i'm just going to go through real quick uh swamp thing swamp thing on dc it's not available anywhere it's like super hard to find you gotta like basically buy it on uh on prime video uh if it's even still available but it's a it was a dc show one and done this, this was really really great I really enjoyed that and uh the last one, it's an animated show on Netflix, Arcane. It's based on the uh, League of Legends like video game. It's really, really good. And uh, supposedly season two, I think it's supposed to come out at the end of this year. Another show definitely worth your time. I think we should have recorded a podcast on it for sure. League of Legends, that's an animated show. Yeah, it's, it, yep. It's computer generated, like th- that kind of animation. It's And it's good. Definitely worth your time. It's really good. Really good. Okay. I played yeah. League of Legends once online couple times I, I never played i i never played it i, don't, I, didn't, I, don't I didn't understand i just threw myself in and it took me a while to figure out the rules but uh all right all right so here's how i have my top actual top list i have five tv shows and i have 10 movies but i don't i mean i'm assuming what i might have on my list would probably already be on yours so i do you want me to go through my tv shows first yeah go, go through what do you got five tv shows yeah. And we'll and we'll right, stop yeah. you if it's on our list higher right. up. Right. Yep. Okay. So number five for me is Abbott Elementary. So it's a good show. Yeah, I like that. I saw most I, of the first I haven't uh, I haven't seen it. It's it's a good half hour comedy. And I'm looking it's for a new half hour comedy to watch. Excellent. Excellent, excellent workplace network comedy. It is really special. It's really funny. Really great cast. Um, written and created by Quinta Brunson, who became famous on BuzzFeed. So I've always seen her on BuzzFeed. That's how I knew her from. And she, she has, was like, in this other young... television show. It was like a sketch comedy with um, with three other African American women, and she was only in the first season because oh, she the, was out the to black do, lady guess, sketch af- show. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Yeah. I, I, she was really funny in that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, she's great. She is super funny. I'm really happy to see her in it really good cast um it's a school school comedy and you guys are, are working a school district so i think exactly why we don't it. watch it god <laughs> 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 no, listen listen it's like i love my students i love my job is the most important best important thing i've done in my life other my family blah 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 listen i come home i want to get away I want to get away. You, you, might, you might get some catharsis. And you know what? Abbott and Abbott and, and I saw the first season of Abbott and Abbott. It's really funny. Everything Ariani's saying is straight on point. And a lot of that stuff in there 
hits completely really true. So okay. true. T, 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 you better stop talking before you get yourself in trouble. Uh, anyway, all right, moving on to number four. Now, I, this is I can retire. I can retire this year. I can set my paperwork in. I can retire. What? There's nothing they can can do to me that Castro has not already done. He's untouchable. Anyway, all right, moving on to number four, which I think could very well be on both of your lists, and it's two things because I, I think these go these go together in terms of their thematic relevance. Um, Peacemaker and the boys. On my list. Okay. Well, both of them or just one? Both of them. Okay. All right. So I'll move on. Um, also would probably be on your list is House of Dragon, number three for me. On on my list as well. On your list. Okay. Moving on. Uh, number Now, close call. Super close call. Like this is like, I was like struggling over this. But number two, I put Severance, um, which is a show that I love. It is a fantastic show. I've been banging on a drum to have you guys watch it all year long. It came out like in January of this year. I think, T, you watched that, right? You watched Severance. He kept saying he watched like half of the first episode. (laughs) I I watched the first episode. It was really good. But it was was like watching that first episode. Listen, really good filmmaking, really good thing. Everybody's saying it's great. Great premise. I'm looking at it and I'm like, and I'm like, it's great premise. This is kind of like a like a tiny sci-fi bent to it from the it, from the first episode. I don't know where it goes. I was like, this is really good, but I was depressed after that first episode, and it was like soul eating. So I was like, I I don't know that I have I the strength they're, to they're do suppo- that. They're supposed to put you in the mindset of that character, um, and they friggin' Scott, did. Adam Adam and Scott it, plays the lead, but it's a great cast. My so favorite- so spoilers spoilers with it is. Why? I mean, no, don't spoil it. I'm trying to oh, get people oh. to watch it. <laughs> oh, but it's only the first episode. It's just the premise. It's not the... Okay, well, the premise is fine. The premise is fine, but don't go into Sip your beer, bro. Sip your beer. I only saw the one I only saw the one well, episode. either way, we know how you get with spoilers, so you're not allowed for, for a good little bit, so... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. You don't even believe in spoilers. I did this one thing. <laughs> one thing. You don't even believe in spoilers. In, what in, was it? Miss Star Fox? That's, that's not a spoiler. It's not plot relevant. In any case, this show is very good. Um, John Turturro and Christopher Walken are both in it, and they are like my two favorite characters in the show. Christopher um, Walken's in it? That's a spoiler. That's not a spoiler. He's in the cast list. Anyway, <laughs> great show. I I really want everybody to watch it. It is one of the best shows of the year, um, for sure. And number one, without a doubt. Is going to be Andor, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I I can explain why I put Andor at number one when we get to it because I'm pretty sure it's on both of you guys' lists. Um, okay. Does anybody want to get into? Uh, since I talked for a little bit, how about somebody starts with their number ten? All right. You know, I hear I'll I'll do part of my list is my honorable mentions from this year. What? I got... <laughs> why didn't you do that before? <laughs> Because he has a thousand lists. He just, he made a bunch of lists. They're subcategories. Spade, Spade, you, like, it couldn't break your heart to leave something off. Like, you don't understand. Like, look, my honorable mentions, I had to leave them off. I had to, like, like, make cuts. Make, (laughs) no, no, I'm I'm kidding. Oh, I'm I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Her unmentioned, you, she, she took off her unmentionables. What? (laughs) What? 
I don't know. I don't know. Oh my um, god. All right, you got me. But so so the way that I broke my list up this year is into like I'm the only one with 10. I'm the only yeah, one with no, 10. No, 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 because you only watched 10 things this year, so you said a lot of that's true, true. <laughs> um I'm calling my list the Disney section at, at number 10. I don't even know if this is 10 officially to be honest with you. But uh three things uh all Disney related this year that I thought were were really really good and definitely worth your time. Uh Wakanda Forever. We did a whole podcast on it. Namor, Namor, Namor. That's all I'm going to say about that. Namor, uh, Namor, Namor. Yeah, him too. <laughs> Actually, coming to Disney Plus on February 1st. So if you didn't see it, you could catch it in a couple weeks. Uh, and then the, the other two or, things... Or whenever, both on... whenever this podcast comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it might be on Disney Plus for a month already. Yeah. The, the, next, the next Black Panther movie will be coming out. When... <laughs> no. <laughs> We'll have good turnaround this time, we promise. Good turnaround. Good turnaround. Um and then two two movies that are on Disney Plus that I think I think one is really, really awesome. I think Lightyear is great. I love Lightyear. I thought it was really, really great. Ariani's making a face, but I don't care because this is my list, not hers. And I she's know. always got problems. Uh but Lightyear is great. I, I really enjoy Lightyear. Don't get started on my problems. I'll take that up with my therapist. Anyway, continue. <laughs> and, and then n- number three, and this one is, is so underrated, and it's worth everybody's time. It's the modern-day Roger Rabbit, Chippendale. Chippendale oh. was phenomenal. I saw, like, the first half hour, and I was enjoying it. Yeah. It was Chippendale was great. It was really cute. It's Chippendale really good great. for kids. Yeah, really good for kids. Really fun. Buzz Lightyear and Chippendale is something that I'm watching with with Ronan, he loved he loved the um, uh, he loves uh, uh, Buzz Lightyear film, and I dug it. And I really haven't seen the third act because I'm always like, you no, know, changing a diaper, feeling you know, feeling a make a formula or something like that. For, uh, but um, like uh, I didn't get to see like the third act. There's a lot of like action in the third act, huh? No, it it's good. I I really enjoyed it. Me, Jumping I took my little to guy thing. to the movie to go see it. And he had a great time, and and you know it was the first time him and I just went to the movies by ourselves, and we had a good time. And you know when I saw the trailer, it was like, oh, they got a robot cat. He the robot but I like socks. Was, robot cat was yeah, the best I, part I, of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I like I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When he when the when the when the tranquilizer dart came out of his uh, spoilers t when the tranquilizer <laughs> dart came out of his mouth and it, like hit him goes and, and he goes, you've had that the entire time. Wait, that was for me. And he goes, yeah, if you were like, you know, you were freaking out or something. <laughs> it was, I, it wasn't, it, I, you know, I liked it, but you know, it's like, you know, it was whatever. It's not like, like Toy Story 3 or something, you know. Um, right. Who's next? T? What's, what's in your number 10? Andor. Turning Red. Turning Red. That's on my list. That's on my I, list. Okay, okay, okay. We'll, we'll put that. Ten, number 10 is turn, Turning Red for me. Um. And and it, it like it came out and bounced out and came back. You know what I mean. Uh, I really, I really, I really enjoyed it. But we'll talk about it when it's on Ariane. All right. Uh, my number ten. Uh, and I had to really think about this, but I, I really, I was like, yeah, I'm putting it on. Uh, is Elvis, the uh, the Baz Luhrmann biopic. I really loved Elvis. Now there were movies I thought that were better this year, but. Because I'm a Boslerman apologist and I love him, um, I put it on there because it's it's so fun to watch. It's just it's ridiculous. It's over the top. 
Um, and the lead performance, I think, is what really made it for me. Austin Butler is so good at Elvis, it is sick. Like, you know when you see, like, Elvis impersonators? They're they're impersonating. They're doing the, huh, huh, huh. like, they do, like, you're like, yeah, you're just pretending to be Elvis. But watching him in the movie, I was just like, huh, this is, like, beyond impersonation. And with music biopics, they're really, like, normal. Like, they're they're all pretty much the same thing, and Dewey Cotts already yeah, kind of, yeah, like, yeah. ruined them. But now we kind of watched him just to see who's the lead performer, and Austin Butler was really good. Um, Tom Hanks gets a lot of shit for his performance in the movie, but the way I see it, I'm like, oh, he's doing Palpatine. I was like, Tom Hanks is playing Palpatine. So that's why I really liked him in the movie. Um... It's 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 your typical musical biopic, but I had a really great time with it, um, just from a technical aspect. So yeah, that's my number ten. Uh, the only comment I would have for that is um, Elvis was a hero the most. Elvis was uh, sorry, my bad. Yeah, your friend right. Chuck D. <laughs> right, who follows me on Twitter? Yeah. It's, like a, it's all a flat circle. Most Twitter of fan. Hero, <laughs> most of my flat. heroes don't appear on no stamps. Tie, tie this up like a Seinfeld episode. It all comes together at the end. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Spade, what's your 10? So a uh, couple shows here that oh, I couldn't right. decide I forgot, between. Are we on 10 or are we on 9? Well, well, well for me, it's well, number we, 9. We, right? You and, and then me, we're, you and oh. me both did 10 with Spade. He He's doing whatever it is that he did. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm just going up my list. I don't even know how many it is, to be honest with you. But these right. are a couple shows that I thought were, were really, really good this year. And so you have two number nines? Uh, might be three. We'll, we'll see. How, or maybe four. I don't know. Depends on. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, no, the, the the offer on Paramount Plus about the ladies and gentlemen, the this is our game of pickup sticks uh, for twenty twenty. Well, I want to give the fans a variety because maybe this might not be for you, but you know what? The offer, the cast is is awesome. Uh, Miles Teller's the lead. He plays the, the the guy who produced The Godfather, and it's the hell that they went through to get that movie made. It's basically like The Sopranos meets like Entourage meets like. A documentary. I don't know. You, you gotta. It's hard to describe it, but it's definitely worth your time. It's great. The whole cast is, is awesome. Uh, Giovanni Ribisi's in it. Uh, um, oh, I like him. Uh, wh- what's his name? Been? Who, who plays? Coppola? He's been on the offer. Uh, Coppola. It. I don't know the guy's isn't, name. Isn't it Dan Dan Fogel or something? It might be. Is he the one? He's on the Goldbergs. He plays a. Uh, like, I haven't seen the, the guy's brother. I... He's. I, I know him from like a bunch of different things, but I, I don't know his name, but he's great. I mean, every, I'm telling you, everybody yeah. in the show oh, is I'm awesome. Sorry. I mispronounced his name as Dan Fogler. He played Francis Ford Coppola. Okay. But yeah, no, he he's really, really good. I'm, I'm telling you, it's definitely worth your time. Oh, Colin Hanks is in it. Um, it, it just, just check it out. Check it out. That, that's all I can say about that. Um, and then on HBO, they did a show about the Lakers this year called Winning Time. Winning time is definitely worth a watch. It's uh, I started the guys that. who the guys who played uh, Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Pat she, Riley's she, Knicks. I mean Pat Riley's Pat, Lakers. Pat Riley. Pat Riley's in it. Um, Adrian Brody plays Pat Riley. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm telling you, you got to look at the cast list. Adrian Brody, Jason Clark, um, 
uh, what's it from Step Brothers? I, I not Will Farrell. Why am I blanking on his name? Uh, John, yeah, C. John C. Riley. Yeah, he he plays Jerry Buss, who who owns the Lakers. I think I think it doesn't Will Farrell and and uh, Will Farrell's a producer on it, isn't he? Will Farrell and uh, Adam McKay, they're both producers on it. Adam McKay, I don't know who Will Farrell is. Because I, I think sure I like, think they had like a like fight over thing. this actually. They had they had a falling out. You don't know who Will Farrell is? Who? Sorry. All right. Anyway, um, no, but they, I think they had they had a falling out. I think because of this show, but I think they're both right because Will Farrell wanted on. to be in it. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. And he yeah, he didn't read- cast them. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, definitely th- those are two shows that are phenomenal i didn't hear much like buzz about them did but... will farrell want to be pat riley i think he wanted to have, to have john c Riley's part honestly I, I think he wanted to be jerry buss yeah because honestly that seems like more like a, a will farrell type character yeah, like he's over the top like eccentric you know money man um oh sally fields is in it too she plays his mother oh. I'm, I'm telling you, you it's me. really you good really, like me. really really good but yeah, awesome. th- those two shows for for sure. Is that your number nine? That's it. Yeah, that was my number nine. Yep. All right, your turn, T. <laughs> oh, my number nine. I put only murders in the building. I really like it. Okay, great. Good. Keep moving, <laughs> uh, uh, Ariana. You're you're next. Keep it moving. Like I really <laughs> like it. I put Modi over there. My number nine is Glass Onion. Um, but we just did a whole podcast about it, so I don't know. If wow. Into any more detail? I really liked it. I had a good time with that movie. Now your, let me ask you a question. Onion is at nine. Yeah. Um, well, let, let me ask you this question: Do, do you like it because uh, Benoit Blanc is the greatest character created in the last twenty years since Indiana Jones or something like I'm that? Not getting we'll, we'll, into this he, with you. He, he's he's the greatest character. No, he's the only character that I'm was has been has you. been created. I'm the only original character that's been created I'm since Oedipus move Rex. Move on. We're moving on. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> She's mad. I am. Move on. <laughs> Can't see what, what, uh, what do you got next? Or I guess it was my oh, turn, right? That was that was me. Of only murders in the building was my. Nine. He didn't have much to uh, say about it, so I can tell he no, really no, liked yeah. it. That should have. That <laughs> was quick. I, 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 no. All right. So here, c- coming back around, uh, I got two comic books that that I really like, and one I think we should do a podcast on for sure. It's called Eight Billion Genies. There's two episodes or episodes, two issues left. One comes out the end of January, then the finale comes out in February. I think once they all come out, we gotta read them and, and do it. The the premise is so simple and the story I, I'm really, really enjoying it. It's out of nowhere, everybody on earth gets a, a genie. And they all get one wish, and it's what do you wish for? And that's wow. the, the premise of the comic book. It's so simple. Like Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. <laughs> so, okay <laughs> so are we retroactively uh, you know like... what holy crap holy crap you're right see i guess this is just you? done this is just done so much better than that i didn't even pick Wait, up on the the, it never, the, the it similarities never to you no nope wow, amazing not once yeah okay. that that is that is pretty <laughs> No, I hear that. Like I hear things in comic book circles, and you know, the, my comic book things that I follow. I mean, I I rarely get to read like the page comic books. I don't like reading comic books on on the on on uh, on a screen. Um, and I haven't bought a comic book in a long time. Um, but 
from what I hear, it's really, really good. And every, there's been a lot of lot of buzz about that comic book. Yeah. yeah, and and I like that it's eight issues and done. So within two months, you'll basically be able to read the entire story and call it a day. Um, and then there's another one. It's called The Variants. And this is on a Marvel run with Jessica Jones, where out of nowhere, just multiple uh, Jessica Jones show up from different dimensions. And you don't know what's going on yet. But that's basically the premise of, of what's happening. And it's really, really interesting so far. And uh, yeah, those are my two comic book recommendations this year. And that was your nine. Or, or eight, eight, whatever. Two yeah. was your eight. Yeah. Yeah. Two eights. So you're coming back around. Get, get ahead, see. <laughs> two eights. From, from here on out, it's pretty straightforward. From here on out, it's All pretty right. straightforward. Uh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Oh, my eight? Yeah. Yeah. I like Moon Knight. I like Moon Knight. It was good. I saw it. <laughs> I, took a I, I gave it a watch. I gave it a watch. I really liked it. Wow, T, you're really you're really convincing people to go out and. We did a whole episode. Right. On, didn't we do an episode on Moon Knight? We did. We did. But I guess you right, saw we'll eleven things. In show no- you saw eleven in things, and no- and Moon Knight just edged out the bear. <laughs> Is that what happened? Wow. Yo, man, why are you giving spoilers about my list, dude? This is uncalled for. This is unacceptable, <laughs> dude. It's unacceptable. Right. You got oh, that, anything more great. to say about Moon Knight T besides that you watched it? He's seen it. No. He's seen <laughs> no, it. No, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> you sat through and watched the whole thing. Okay, great. All right. So my number eight is uh, The Fablemans, which is Steven Spielberg's semi-autobiographical film. And... It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Of course it's gorgeous because it's Spielberg. But you hear a movie like Spielberg is making like a semi-autobiographical film. And one of my highlights, one of my highlights of the year was going to see a screening of Raiders of the Lost Ark. And there was a Q&A with Spielberg. Um, and that was, that was when I heard that he was making this movie. And I was like, that seems different and kind of self-indulgent. And then you watch it, and I'm like, my God, this is like the Rosetta Stone of everything. T, you're making a lot of noise. <laughs> are you, are you like, are you like getting mints or something? Like, what's happening here? <laughs> hear, did you hear that to me? <laughs> I did, yeah. I was, I didn't want to interrupt your okay. flow. You were going so well. But I, I want to like so well, smack them. And then I hear, and then I hear. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening mm. here? <laughs> start I am texting not playing the side. with my yeah uh, yeah. I I I I, fi- I gotta have a soft fiddly thing during podcast. We need to get you like a like a fiddle, a s- fiddle yeah, cube a or something. Squ- a squishy a squishy yep. ball here. I like, like. I'm gonna change over to this. There to you this, go. Uh, piece of uh, <laughs> tissue. Uh, tissue. Tissue. All right. All right. So the Fablemans is basically what I, what I was saying is like the Rosetta Stone of everything about Steven Spielberg as we know about him as a filmmaker as a creative person as a human you know um listen the, the last three Kevin Smith uh, Kevin Smith podcasts that I listened to he won't shut up about this movie he it's just he's like so good. it's a film about film it's not a film about film, though. That's the thing. Like, it sells you on, like, this thing is like, oh, it's a film about the magic of cinema. And, like, there's some of that in there. But it's more like how how you kind of, like, have to rip yourself apart to be this creative person, you know? And it's just kind of like this struggle between, like, being happy and being creative. And it's just – it's 
wonderful. Paul Dano's in it. Um, Michelle Williams is in it. The white Michelle Williams, as I jokingly call her. Um, they're they're the big like lead actors in it. They play the the um, analogs to Spielberg's parents, and they're they're great. All right, good. Pause for a break because I, the baby's crying. I don't. I'm gonna go check what's happening right okay. now. Okay. Okay. Sorry. All right. So it's at this point of this podcast where we had some technical difficulties and found out the hard way. If you take out the earbuds that are in your ear, it stops <laughs> recording. So we did this whole podcast yeah. once already, and we're just gonna wrap it up rapid fire and finish this list now. Uh, T, do you want to say anything? Okay. Anthony's being kind. Anthony's being kind. It was 100% my fault. I'm the perpetrator. No, but we didn't um, know. That's that's basically how it is. If not, we would have. Uh, yeah, I, I, well, so... I took off my headphones to go get a drink, and then I came back, and you know, I was really proud. No, no, no. Of myself you, actually, that, you actually, you actually took like, off your headphones to, to check on the baby. Like it was actually, it wasn't oh, like getting a drink. It was actually something oh, important. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. we, we we'll let you off the hook. It was it was an honest mistake. Right, so I'm gonna go down and get a drink today. So when we're doing this, so they gotta. And I was really proud of myself with my number one last time. I went on a I no, 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 no. But I, you you can you can make it happen again. So we can do it. Uh, okay, okay. I'll try and find the. I'll try and recreate the magic. Okay, so Anthony, where do we leave off? I don't. So know. Wh- where we know left where off? T, you know, you were you had talked about Moon Knight. That was on your list. Ariane, you yeah, just that was finished my up. Number eight. You just finished up speaking about the Fablemans, and then the number next one on my list is uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. So and that's on my list. So that's that's usually what yeah. higher up. It's yeah, higher. Yeah. It's higher, higher up, up on right. my yeah, list. So, so we'll get to it. All right. So Ariane, you just go to the next one. Go ahead. All right. My next one is a is a double feature because I think the both of them work really well together in that sense, um, and I couldn't choose one or the other so i picked turning red and pinocchio two animated movies that came out last year um two of the best ones uh at this time they are both nominated for the oscar for best animated feature so i'm really happy to see that um both and and since we recorded i don't know if you guys saw but guillermo del toro's next movie is going to be another stop motion animated movie for netflix that he's writing and directing i guess it's going to be like of his own creation it's original story. Do we story? know the name of it? I think so. Yeah, it, sound, it sounded like it. Like the stories um, that I saw was kind of vague, so it didn't say like, "Oh, this is going to be Moby Dick" or something like that. It was. It kind of sounded like it's going to be his own thing. There's a special place in my heart for Guillermo del Toro, in terms of people making movies. One of my favorite films of all time, of course. Every I think anybody who listens to this podcast knows that it's. Um, now I'm blanking on my favorite film. Right? That movie that that um, movie that you saw that one time. Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> that, that movie that I saw. I, te- I, I like teach that frame by frame in my classroom. Um, but uh, uh, but um, I started seeing Pinocchio and I didn't get a chance to finish it. So I love him and I'm and I'm sorry I didn't say that. Turning Red though was my number ten. I really like Turning Red. I think I think it had a lot of heart. I think that um, there were there were really really rich characters in in turning red i i uh and you know obviously i'm not a fan of boy bands from the 2000s, the 2000s. was it <laughs> yeah right so, <laughs> yeah. but but the way they did that was really rich and i really liked it you know they did a great job they turning red was really good like I, ariani loves singing on the podcast these days 
It's true. That song is so catchy. It's like legitimately. Did did so it hit good. like any charts or anything like that? What? I'm sure I don't it did. Think so. did it hit... No, I don't think no. so. No. You, you know who wrote the music so for catchy. that, right, Ariane? I know. Um, it was Billie Eilish and her brother. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that that song was really really good. Um, but the movie. I mean, that really must good. be a lot of fun for a music artist to. Oh, like they go, listen, we need this type of music. And then you could you could sit down and then like just go wild right with it. in that yeah, no. right in yep. that genre and style and be like go full full deep in and you you're not like and put it out and not be like, Ew, did they do their thing? Why are they changing this type of music? But you could have fun doing <laughs> no, but, but it. But you know? it wasn't because that's one thing I wanted to do with my friend. It wasn't making fun of right. it. No. It's it was, like a legit like good song. Right, yep. right, right. But you, it's it's tongue in cheek, you know. If you're doing it, it's not it's not like it's not dragging it or anything. No, like no, no. That, but, but it's, it's just like you know, like... the movie captures like the the feeling like when you're that age and this is like your favorite band ever, and you're just like ah, like you know, I've been that little girl. Like so. That's that... what I was trying to push with my artist friends in Philly when I was in a, I was in a, a band called Commodore sixty five. Um, we were like, oh, let's really? like like let's like yeah 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 let's let's write a song just with the idea that it's going to be a pop song we just make it good we just like look at what all the pop songs do and we just take those things and we just make it and they were like nah man we can't do it i'm like no it's 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 a thought experiment come on let's do it it's meta let's do it and they're like nah nah well that's what the beastie boys did with fight for your right to party they did that song to make fun of like the frat boys that they hated and then next thing you know it's like their biggest song ever it's one of their biggest the songs ever lo- yeah all the frat boys love it so they're just like oh this backfired <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, All people right, don't understand the music they're listening to. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's keep moving. Can't see what was what was next up on your list. Well, so so we're doing number seven, uh, uh, Ms. Marvel, Ms. Marvel, um, and Ms. Marvel is up there for. And there's problems with the series that the action sequences were, except for one, were left to be desired. But there's two things about this that were awesome okay actually more now that i'm thinking about it because it's been such a long time um one you know uh, living in jersey city on and off for 15 years um and it wasn't jersey city that thing was that thing was like <laughs> obviously atlanta you know because i'm looking and like in the shots in the beginning they you would see you would see the different places in jersey city but it was completely atlanta that and, and that was like some second unit up. director that that right came right over for like half a day but, this kind of show about, and I think this might be one of the important things. I don't know. I'm not. Let me not put them in an order. Um, that Muslim Americans were presented in such heartfelt way and so rich, and so they they were at a wedding, and obviously there was no alcohol. But I would still have fun and go to that wedding, even though you know you go to a wedding, and go where's the open? Is there an open bar? You right. know. But like, <laughs> it was such a great and and. And this family shown as an American family and with with like such thing and that, you know what, it was so important for people in the United States, not from Jersey City or places where people like live in a place where they would even meet uh, a Muslim person 
you see somebody, if you go walk into a mosque, all of a sudden the lighting gets intense and then there's a swell of music like, and it's like, oh my gosh. And they start exoticizing it and giving this air of intensity. But here it's like, yo, who stole my shoes? It's very ordinary. <laughs> you know? Right. And it was like, it was shown as a place of love and safety. And it's, it doesn't make the Muslim people the bad guys again, you know? Right, right, right. Um, so that's one. And two, and I don't have the IMDb up, uh, and it's been such a long time. What's the name of the actress? Iman Vellani. Iman Vellani. I'm sorry about that. I can never come up with names, so please, I'll forget. I'll forget what's her don't name. Don't worry. Pe- people know your stick already, too. We just told you her name, and you look like <laughs> What's her name? name? <laughs> Iman Vellani. Um, that she was so radiant, and what a kind of genuine kind of sense of wonder and fun that she communicated just with her expressions and and then you see her in a in a in, a, in an interview and there's this her face communicating this sense of fun and wonder and excitement that she just was absolutely brilliant and she carried that show with just her kind of um enthusiasm yeah, her enthusiasm, her gumption. It was just like, it was ri- ridiculous, and she she deserves she deserves all the all the laurels because she's awesome. Yeah, can't wait to see her in the Marvels. With, you know, yeah. which comes out in November now. Oh yeah, yeah, no but, doubt, uh, no doubt. But yeah, cool. And you know, we did podcasts on that, so let's just keep it yeah, moving. Yeah, you can check that. Yeah, sorry, yeah, keep so, it moving, T. Keep yep. it moving, right? Sorry. So, so next on my list, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet because we already did podcasts on both of these. It's a double double dose of. The DC. Now, see, now, like this, now, now, I this is what I remember from the last podcast. What? I have a list of ten. Yeah, but ten. Boom, but boom, see, boom, boom, boom. see, but you guys have you like saw, a seven, and it's like you, you saw eleven things you this year, though. Subsection you saw, you three. You only saw eleven things this year. You just knocked <laughs> one thing a, off your list. And, you three. know, T's like, ah, what we do in the shadows is great, but it was on my list last year. It's not going to make my list this year, and then you just kept it moving. I put it on my. I'll put. I'll put it on my list every year in a row as long as it makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Anyway, go ahead, Spade. But yeah, so so mine is. I'm calling it the DC. The DC package. It's uh, Batman and Peacemaker. <laughs> the package. <laughs> I, I I also have the Batman on my number six. Um, perfect. That was my favorite superhero movie last year. Batman is my number six. Oh, good. We all agree. So yeah, I think it was probably perfect. the best superhero movie we got last year. Um, Apologies yeah. to Thor: Love and Thunder, <laughs> but but the Batman was real. I think it, I think it kind of like exceeded my expectations because I kind of went into it really cynical. You know, because I'm like, oh god, another Batman. I think we oh, all god. did. I, I was like, three oh, hours god, Col- and, and that kind of stuff. Three and... hours. It's like, oh god, Colin Farrell in a fat suit. Oh god, what like you know. Uh, Robert Pattinson, who I love, I I am a Robert Pattinson stan. I was a Twihard. I was in the trenches, so I was I was very defensive of Robert Pattinson, but you know the public at large was just kind of like him, and I'm like, yes, him, he will be no, good. No, everybody was cool with him being Batman. They were cool with him after right. the first You're, trailer. Nah, they were cool with nah, him after the first trailer. Right. T, everybody trust like, me, give him a trust me. He, they were cool with him no, after I was the first on Twitter trailer too. Like we're not gonna have the Twitter conversation again. If for the most part people were like, all right, let's see how he does. You know, no one, I didn't see people going, yeah, cheering, but nobody was slamming him other than you could find yeah, anybody losers. slamming anybody on. Losers. Yeah, but, right. Yeah. But I mean, I think in terms of in terms of Batman, though, I think people learned a lesson with Heath Ledger. 
because nobody got it worse and, than Heath Ledger when he was cast. Because Heath and Ledger, ben got shit I was like, oh, nobody knows. Yeah, but it wasn't he, the level of, of Heath Ledger. Heath, Heath Ledger was Ledger like before was, before was, the yeah, into this kind of internet culture took hold, right? And this kind of bot-driven everything, right? It's the idea that Heath Ledger caught a lot of heat for being cast as Batman. I mean, as Joker. And it didn't have this anxiety, terrible engine feeding it. He got a raw deal, no doubt. Everybody else, you're going to... Anytime anybody's cast in any superhero role or any They're going to get a lot of I understand right, that. Right. So they're going to get well, wait till they announce the new Superman, right? Wait till they announce the oh, new no. Superman. See yeah. what happens there. It's it's going to it's going it's a cycle. Always always it's a cycle. But right, right. because Robert Pattinson people, no matter what, it could be Robert the best Pattinson, actor for... like Heath Ledger comes from like girly movies. You know, he caught a lot of shit for it. And 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 plus he's really young. He's a young kind of Batman. Um this this movie was like year 2. Um but God, I had such a good time with it, and I'm just like, wow! Is it was this great. The first it's great. Is this the first Batman movie where he wasn't like outshined by the villain? Yep. I didn't like the Batman as much as you folks, but we did a whole. What do you mean? We ha- we have it exactly we... on the same level on our list. <laughs> right, but no, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but you guys like Batman better than it. I mean, it's just it's it's just like, um, I had a lot of criticisms of it, um, uh. Uh, but I won't get into it. Um, this but, is about I mean, positivity. That's right. Yeah, right, right. And right, in that vein, right. keep it moving. Let's keep it moving in that vein. Let's keep it moving. Ariane, what's next? We have a Batman podcast. Oh, am I next That's right. again? Yeah, we'll go check yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well, I already know this is higher on your list. Uh, my number five is Top Gun Maverick. We'll save that one. T? We'll save it. Which, what's next what for you? What number are we on? Six? The, the number one after number... Batman. Five? <laughs> Okay, so what, while you're thinking, my, my next one is a show that <laughs> on, you guys on. haven't seen. <laughs> so I'm just going to say it and we'll keep it moving. Uh, Better Call Saul, one of the best prequels ever. God, I do need to and get into that, bro. It's just so good. The, the, the Breaking Bad of it all. Is, yeah, Better Call Saul, check it out. All right, T, did I stall enough for you? No, I messed up. I have two number sixes. All right, so all what's, right, your, what's the your other six? one? Uh, Batman. It's Black Panther. Black Panther lands above the Batman, which it says six. Okay. And then we'll we'll live with it. Then go ahead. What's yeah, after that? Let's keep let's keep moving. Keep the train going. My number five. Yeah. My number five. It. Yep. Glass Onion. Oh yeah. Glass onion. Yours was higher than than it was on mine. I had it at number nine. Glass yeah, Onion. Glass we onion. we we got a whole podcast on it. It's a lot. We of We got fun. a whole podcast on yeah. that. T I mean, ruined it for me twice before we saw <laughs> you're it. Never gonna. You're never um, gonna let him live that down. <laughs> And I, and that's I, all I gotta say about it. that. I Don't know. ruin it for anybody that hasn't seen it yet. Go see Glass oh, Onion. Ariadne, <laughs> what's next on your list? Go ahead. You. We're keeping I'm it moving. Ruin Glass Onion for everyone. Bruce Willis is dead the entire movie. <laughs> anyway. Are we just gonna spoil random things like uh like your Madison from She-Hulk? Rosebud is a sled. Anyway. Um <laughs> Oh, that's messed up. Now you crossed the line. Oh, I'm sorry I spoiled the 80-year-old movie. Anyway, um... Yeah, because a lot of our young listeners have never seen it. I've never <laughs> anybody seen list- it. Anybody listen Anybody listening to our show is probably not going to go watch it. You ruined it for Spade. Spade. She just ruined <laughs> I ruined for you. I ruined the greatest movie of all time for you. So To sorry. be fair, Family Guy ruined that 
years ago when I <laughs> when I watched like a couple random episodes of Family there you Guy. Go. He he watched Family Guy instead of Citizen Kane. This is our audience. Anyway. <laughs> no, no, not, not, not your audience. This is your co-host. Yeah. You know no, what? It's, it's worse. Because you know what? Funny enough about Family Guy, like one time I'm describing to my class uh, a film noir and I'm like grizzled detective and this is Humphrey Bogart. And, and their correlation was Family and Guy. And they're like, oh yeah, I saw a kind of guy like that on Family Guy. <laughs> what do you expect them to know Humphrey Bogart? <laughs> no, no, but I didn't. But it's that that Family Guy. Even though it may, maybe it's helping keeping they do deep cut, that kind of like, stuff alive. These, yeah. Maybe it's keeping these these cultural uh, uh, touchstones in the public. Seth MacFarlane does stuff like that. He does deep cut like pop culture and movie and musical references. Like he's 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 a uh, he's a funny guy like that. Is a deep all cut. right, we got to cut all right. that out anyway. Um, <laughs> No, that's good stuff. Okay, fine. Um, My number four is the most rip-roaring, (laughs) awesome movie of the year, RRR. RRR Hive is is alive and well. It is taking the world by storm. I I saw the movie, I think, three times. And this is like a three-hour movie or four-hour movie? I don't know. But I'll Explain just... to our audience what that movie is because maybe I'm not saying that our, we have a very educated and worldly uh, audience. That we they're, they're handsome and good-looking too. You know what I mean? Our, our audience is very good-looking, but they might not have heard about yeah, this yeah. one. RRR, it's a, it's a Indian movie um, uh, from Tollywood, not Bollywood, Tollywood. Um, and it is on Netflix. A, you can watch it on Netflix. You can watch it on. So Netflix. what's Tollywood? Tollywood is it's like it, it's kind of another version of India cinema, um, spoken in Telugu, which is the language that they they use. It's a dialect. Um, for some reason, the Netflix version is not in Telugu. I, I don't know what specific dialect it's in. It's dubbed. It's dubbed in a different language that they use over there. So it's not in the original language. But you can watch it on Netflix. That's how I watched it. Go so I, I, I started watching it when we recorded the first time. I saw like the first 15 minutes. I'm like, this movie is, is a trip. Um, but then my kids came in the room, so I had to change it. And then I sat down and I actually started watching it a second time. This movie's off the hook. It's awesome. Definitely worth your time. But I, I haven't finished it yet because, like Ariani said, it's three hours long. I just haven't had three hours to sit down and finish this movie. Um, but to your point about the subtitles, when I put it on, I noticed, like, the language that they were speaking and the mouth, the way they were moving, wasn't lining up. And it was yeah. really bothering me. So yeah. I actually ended, I, I ended up putting it on in English. And I've, I've been watching it in English um, because I figured if the mouths are going to be off and that's going to distract me anyway. At least if it's in English, I could actually pay attention more to what's going on. Um, so that's how I, I've been watching it. I wasn't bothered too much by the by the dubbing being off, even if it was in a different dialect. I was I was fine with it. So I watched it in a dialect that they used um, on Netflix. Um, but it is a historical epic drama, musical, rom-com it's everything it is so cool it is violent and it is awesome um uh uh ray stevenson is that his ray stevenson's in it yeah 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 he oh really yeah ray stevenson and uh allison duty they're like the white colonialist like evil people like they're so evil like this this movie takes everything to like the hundredth 
level. It's just like the evil British people are like the most evil British people. And then the heroes are the most heroic and they're the strongest. And they think like, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like level. But like, but like times a thousand. Right, but we're we're yeah. crouching tiger hidden driving like that's the, the universe that they're in. Yeah, yeah. this it's is like, like if you were walking epic. down, if you were walking down the street and the people were doing that kind of stuff in like right, right. what you what you it's perceive like, as like, the real yeah, world. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, crouching tiger is is wuxia, which is like if when you saw Shang Chi that fight they had in the beginning where they looked like they were dancing and they were on wires. Like that's right. the kind of fighting that was in Crouching Tiger. This movie doesn't have wire fighting. But the fighting in this movie is just, like, insane, wild, crazy. Like, this movie, like, if you're not hooked on it by the first, like, I want to say, give it, like, 20, yeah, 24 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I, I would say 45 minutes, but I don't even think you need that much. I, yeah. I would say definitely, it's definitely worth your time for, for sure. It's, it's, it's a phenomenon that I haven't seen from a foreign movie probably since Parasite. Parasite was just this huge phenomenon a few years back. Um, this movie is kind of similar in that way. Um, so yeah, definitely if, if carve out some time, give it a watch on a weekend, you'll have a good time. I promise you. Okay, next. Uh, my number four is The Boys. Okay, that's higher on my that's list. Higher on, yeah, that's so, higher on your list. So my, okay. my number four was is another combo, which I know T loves. I'm calling this one The, the Netflix. Two shows that were absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Stranger Things, I love this, this season of Stranger Things. And the Sandman. The Sandman is one of the best shows on on Netflix. Uh, really excited it got renewed for season two. I know T, you were watching it, but you hadn't finished it. Ariane, I don't know if you saw it, but um, yeah, shows shows I did. It's on my shows I didn't finish. I also started and did not finish it. And I know we talked about this when we recorded this the first time. Um, that episode that starts with um, the man who he gave immortality to. And then, uh, oh yeah, that episode was cool. He goes, he yep. goes into, and then the second half, he's he's with his sister, Death. Yep. And they go and do, I mean, like, and um, there's a there's a scene, and we won't get into it, but it was like skip skip ahead like two minutes because we'll probably t- let's let's talk about it. It's worth talking about. Um, if you've seen the Sandman, this is heavy spoilers here, but it's 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 worth a little discussion. I wasn't gonna go do because I like to no. do Sandman when we finish it. You know what I mean? But it's where a child dies, um, a a, parent, a mother and the child dies, and the way it was handled, and um, it was like Kate and I, you know, um, were just like we were like, it was like devastating. And um, but it was it was it's it's Sandman's a really good show. You need to give it a chance. Um, and there's some some really weird stuff, some really great stuff, and it's a really difficult thing to bring to a streaming service. This story of of yeah, I mean it, it's out there, and, and it's and they did a really good job with it. In in the dialect of my mom, the, the Swedish dialect that they speak in Finnish, because my mom's from a Swedish speaking part of Finland, Sandman is Nukamati. So whenever I'm I'm like I'm gonna go watch Nukamati. So, nice, nice. So anyway, yeah, but no, it's 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 you know we we haven't done it. You watch it, watch it, and if, especially if you're if you're a fan of the Sandman back in the '90s and you read that comic book, you got you got to watch this. They do it 100 percent justice. Yeah, a- absolutely, and it follows it almost to to the to the letter for for sure. Um, but all right, T, you said the boys was next on your list. That's actually next on my list as well. 
we have a whole podcast on it. Oh, what Ariana, you did your number four. You did your number four, Ariana. Yeah. yeah. I did my number four. Yeah. yeah oh, R R R. Yep. So my my four was was the boys also. I think we oh, might have okay. we might have skipped one of mine because I got three left on my list. So. Well, <laughs> okay. Your your list is all banged up. Yeah. Basically. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the boys is awesome. They put in another great season. Yeah. That uh, also made we my cover list on those shows. In, yeah. We. We cover it in excruciating detail. <laughs> put the, put the kids to bed and listen um, to that podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. Put the kids to bed. Don't. Uh, right. right. <laughs> All right. Number threes. Um, mine is Andor. My, mine is Andor, which I know is going to be higher on both of your lists. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, uh, what's your number three, uh, uh, Ariani? My number three was The Banshees of Inisherin. Um That's another film. Kind of, kind of not, not the kind of vibe that our our that we would re- like we would never record on that movie um <laughs> but it's from one of my favorite i mean we could if we wanted to there's not there's yeah no we, we do there, we do what we want this is our podcast we do what we want well, it evolves well, in any People case change. it's it's not it's not the type of thing we typically would record on um no, but it's true. it's made by one of my favorite filmmakers um martin mcdonough if you've seen in bruges um, Love in Bruges. Bruges. One of my, same in creative Bruges, team and same yeah. cast. Right? Yeah, same cast. In Bruges is one of my favorite movies ever. This is kind of made in a similar vein, but it's... Well, it's, it's the same doing, actors and everything, right? Same actors. Um, setting now is in Ireland, like properly in Ireland. So everybody, you know, speaking their own accent, their own dialect. Um, it's Well, it's Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson reunited from In Bruges. Um, Carrie Condon... Carrie Condon, who was my pick for the Oscar this year. I know she won't win. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But she is my pick for Best Supporting Actress. She is astounding in this movie. Um, Barry Keegan, who's had a great year. He was in Eternals. He had a little thing in the Batman. Um, well, a little thing. He was the Joker. A little right? thing. Just he's the new Joker. A li- he was a Joker, but he had like a, a like the tiniest. He was on the screen for like maybe a minute. There was a deleted scene that went around if you're interested. It's He's in it so little. He could be recast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're probably not going to do it. In any case, um, he's also he's phenomenal in the movie. At, at the time of we're recording, Oscar nominations have come out. All four of those actors are nominated from that movie, which is insane. Um, and it's so good. It's so good. It's so funny. It's so devastating. And it kind of went places where I didn't expect it to go. And, of course, it's also very symbolic it takes place during the irish civil war um and it's also a commentary on the irish civil war in a way and i just i can't explain too much what's going on in the movie without kind of ruining things for it um, all right let, let, let's leave it let's leave it at that t you and i gotta watch it and we'll, we'll do a podcast on it yes please watch it and talk to me about it because nobody else i know has watched it <laughs> but everybody will listen to that podcast all right who's next oh my number three yeah the bear that's such a great show. Bears good oh stuff. Oh my god, I, I don't have the IMDb it. up on for it. I did when we originally uh, 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 did it. Um, we're gonna go through fast so I don't have to say the thing. It's about uh, a guy who uh, you know left Chicago, became a f- super famous top of the world chef, and is coming back to his family sandwich shop in Chicago. Just great acting, character. Um, everything and it's just like it you know and 
and you you guys came up in Newark. I came up in Elizabeth. It feels like you're dealing with people you grew up with. Yep. You know, um, it's it's the corner restaurant kind of thing that you would just go to. Right, 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 right. It's it's like the people we know growing up, and it's and it's just so good and so intense. And then it it's like this rough and tumble, and then it stops to look at the and you taste the fucking food. Excuse my language. You taste the food, um, in it, and it's just like, uh, wonderful and. And then there's this one, I can episode seven or something like that, like like one of the one of the penultimate episodes of the season where it's all one camera shot. There's this like super long yeah. camera shot, and it's and it was so just what you know the the just well crafted, good TV, great acting. I know the actor who is the lead was from another show. He was on Shameless. Shameless. All right. Yeah. yeah. I never, yeah. I saw him like one episode of Shameless, but he's really good. Um, his cousin who was in, Andor. who was in Andor. He was in, a, uh, he, he was in, oh, he was what, in other what, stuff. Last he's year in a too. bunch he of stuff. Like in, yeah. Yeah. He was like in three uh, different he, stuff last he, year. He, he like steals every scene he's in. There's where he goes out and breaks up a fight out in front of the sandwich shop. He's, their, he shoots he's his gun brother, right? He he plays a brother. Cousin. 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 That's what he calls him the whole time. His, cousin. Cousin. Uh, his old. The whole point is his older brother who ran the sandwich shop died. Okay, he that's was what there I'm confusing. In the thing. So yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Right. So he feels like it's. He is as if he is an older brother, right. but because you know the families are very close and they work together and they did the whole thing. They were you know. You know, but um, yeah, yeah. Two, uh, we were rapid firing in this, but if you like, if you like cooking shows and you like well acted, um, uh, a series that then it's a short run of the series. I think it's. At most and I was gonna say that it's an easy show. It's like eight episodes, twenty minutes each. Right, right. Su- super and easy to get no, through. It doesn't. It never drags. There's nope. no filler episode. Everything. It, the characters are great. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend that. The Bear, number three. Yep. Cool. Uh, Ariana, you want to do your number two? Um, my number two is a little different from when the last time we recorded. So Uh-oh. I'm gonna call this. I'm gonna call this because you did your little like. Ooh, this do is my do DC it two thing. and two a Ariani. Go ahead. So I'm gonna call this subsection mis- F. Yes, the, this is my misunderstood masterpieces. So this is two movies that I loved. <laughs> two movies that I loved that. They weren't for everybody, and that's okay. Um, one is Jordan Peele's Nope, and the other is Damien Chazelle's Babylon. Both of those movies. So I have Nope over here is on my list of of films I have not seen that I want to see. Babylon, Babylon's the other one that I genuinely loved, and I saw a trailer. That just, trailer like two does days not ago. do it justice. What no, else? Oh, time out. Time out. What? I didn't know anything about this movie, and it came from and, and the name of it was. I was watching it on like a, a a YouTube video, and it was like how to terribly market a movie. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't pay too close attention. There was a lot of um, what's her name that plays uh, uh, your your Harley favorite Quinn? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> Margot Robbie. Yeah. No, I don't think she's terrible. I don't think she's terrible. She, I like her. She's I, super crazy in this movie. Um, yeah, she's doing a little bit of like she's she's, she's they're letting Margot Robbie, Margot yeah, yeah. Robbie, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they, this movie is kind of well to go into Babylon a little bit. It is like they it's it's like they they let things fly off the leash, and it is a movie filled with excrement vomiting orgies piss shit, blood violence 
and it's about the early days of Hollywood. <laughs> so it is, it is truly an insane experience. I can't, I can't highly recommend it enough. I know it's not going to be for everyone. Some people are going to really be like, "What am Brad I watching?" Brad Pitt's in it. I didn't know Brad Pitt was. Brad in it. Pitt's in it, and Brad Pitt is playing like a John Gilbert type. He's basically like literally playing John Gilbert. Um, at a that John time Gilbert, in his that's career. from. Uh, um... <clears throat> He's a he's a yeah. very old old Hollywood actor. Um, basically the Brad, basically the Brad Pitt of his day, um, and and Margot Robbie plays like a combi- combi- combination of like many actresses at the time, silent film actresses. Um, a combination, cr- combination is a combination and compilation. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, compilation. And- you you just you just. Yeah. No, you just coined that term. We yeah, coined yeah. the term. Trademark. I like it. I like A combination. Yeah. Yep. Trademark that. Nobody else could use it. Anyway. Um, and then Nope. Nope is another one that's also about Hollywood um, in a roundabout way about how people are often ignored in Hollywood, their contributions. Um, and aliens. And, and aliens. And aliens. Uh, and, and the alien in this movie is was such a surprise for me. Like I got such a, like such a thrill watching out of this movie. It's, it's Jordan Peele leaning into all the Spielberg, um, tendencies, like the, uh, in terms of like how you shoot a monster, how you frame family, um, drama, um, uh, just action, uh, the characters and how you let them talk and it's just like god it's so it's so good and i am like so devastated like how it just has been paid dust because it's so good it's it's i love i it. saw I, it ariani i saw it ariani do you do you want to know what i think was it good i know no nope. don't this nope. is about positive positive <laughs> stop being a hater i hate when you do that God. Anyway, watch Nope. It is my number two movie of the year, along with Babylon. If you hate it, I understand, but I think they're great. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, Spade, do you think I would like it? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Good one. I think, Good, T, okay. you know Let's what, T, Keep it moving. T, you Let's... would find it interesting, which is which is yeah, the same as liking it. <laughs> I'm surprised. I surprise. I have some surprises in me. I would like for you to I see know. it so we could have a discussion about it and see where you land on it. I, I'll okay, say that. We'll do nope. We'll do nope this year. I promise. I promise. All right. We're at, we're at the home stretch. We're at the home stretch. We're at the home stretch. After 35 minutes, we're doing good. <laughs> Oh, uh, all right, T. Go ahead. You 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 kick it off with your number two. Number two. All right, but only if only if I get no, the last number one. Okay. Yeah, we, Fair we enough. know. You we know. know. All right, yeah. So my number two is Game of Thrones: House of Dragons. Okay, higher on my list. Did I just give away my number one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just did. You just did. Uh, so yeah, well, or did I, I? Ariane, you number two. My no, I did my number two. Oh, that was your, okay. Oh. Uh, my my number two right. is so you, Top Top Gun Maverick. I I thought Top Gun Maverick was was awesome. Great movie, real crowd pleaser. Since since we recorded the first half of this, I started I started watching it. You didn't finish um, it. <laughs> no, of course not. Um, uh, <laughs> I was enjoying myself because I, I really never saw the original Top Gun all the way through. I've saw bits and pieces and commentary You honestly don't even have to, to be quite honest. Like, this movie blows no, the last I Top was Gun out of it. the water. The film looks 
great. Tom Cruise is Tom Cruising all over the place. Um, there's, uh, you know what? I, and I was watching uh, uh, Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear today uh, with, with Ronan. And um, you know what? The first act is almost the same thing as, as, uh, as Buzz Lightyear. He has the experimental plane. With uh, Tom Cruise going to space. Yeah, yeah. And he, they're going, to the, you can't go any faster. And then he's like, I'm going faster. And then it was like, and then your things break up and tear, you know. So, um, but you know what? It's, it, you know, Top Gun wasn't made for me, you know, especially who I was at the time. And, and, and I like Tom Cruise movies. I enjoy them. They're entertaining. But there was so much like, it felt like the music was swelling and I'm supposed to be like made to feel like epic things are happening. And it was like, it felt like a very well shot, like music video. I didn't, I like, it was so, it was so beautiful to look at. Um, but it was just kind of like, you know what it is when people overhype a movie and like, this is awesome. This is great. It's going to be the best thing you ever seen. Blah, blah, blah. Like most of the times I see that, see the, the movie and I'm like, that was okay. It was kind of a letdown. This is one of the ones I felt like lived up to the hype, and I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really well done, and uh, yeah, I just think it's great. I think number two on my list is, is appropriate for it, and uh, it was awesome. And I'm sorry. I, I mean, it didn't mean to say I wasn't enjoying it. I didn't fit, stop watching it because I didn't like it. I'm just saying it was like, you know. Here, here's my thoughts with, with Top Gun. The movie is very simple in terms of story. Like, it's a very simple story. And more more people have pointed out that they're basically doing the trench run from A New Hope, the whole movie. Like, that's right, pretty right, much what right, they're right. doing. They're literally doing exactly that. The movie itself is very simple, but I think it's it's it works. Like, it's kind of like, yeah, this is a simple movie, but it's done in such a way that general audiences will go and get their money's worth to see it. I saw this movie. I remember... The movie came out Memorial Day weekend. I saw this movie in the middle of the day at like a 1 or 2 p.m. showing at a movie theater in Massachusetts because I was visiting my cousin. We went to, the, to an AMC over there in August, like the end of August. I went. Let's not say AMC anymore. Let's not say AMC anymore. Let's just say the movies because they're charging more for premium seating so they can go F themselves as far as I'm concerned. All right. Well, well either way, this is before that, that policy was implemented. But either, <laughs> I went at a 1 or 2 p.m. showing on a Sunday um, in this theater in the middle of nowhere, Massachusetts. And the theater was packed. Three months after the movie came out. And I was like, I can't think the last time I've seen something like this. And I only went because I hadn't had time to see it at that point. That was my first time watching the movie. And I was like, oh, my God. And watching those those aerial shots and the stunts and the the like all that in the theater really like was tom cruise really flying one of those planes. He he, he definitely was. All of those actors were definitely in those planes. They were definitely in those planes, every single one of them. But the the small plane that he flies, like at the end of the movie, that's his actual plane. Like he, he that's that's his personal little airplane that he has. So he knows how to fly planes. Oh, I didn't see. Spoiler alert. Um. Now, now, in all in all fairness to uh, Maverick, and it's that it, it bit from the trench run in Star Wars. Uh, the trench run in Star Wars is lifted certain sequences shot for shot from uh, an old 
war movie from the 40s called Dam Busters from the 40s, 50s. I don't know, Dam Busters. And it's like shot for shot lifted from that movie. So Hey, you know what? Everything old is new again. So sometimes, you know, everything's a remix. Picasso says, good artists borrow, uh, great, great artists steal. steal. Anyway, we're at the we're at the end here, folks. So we made it. Numero uno. Spade, we already know you're number one, so go ahead, get into it. Yeah, it's the re-release of Spider-Man. I was kidding before, but it has a dragon. It's uh, you know, the fact that uh, No Way Home came back into theaters again. I mean, it's just the best movie ever. And uh, yeah, no, no, Ariane did better last time. <laughs> Ariane, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. It's, yeah, it's more. It's Morbius. It's Mor- Morbius. Morbius is the best movie of the year. It's, it's Morbin time. It's Morbin time. It's more. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding again. It's 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 Spider Man. Of of course. You know what I mean. Like, technically, it was still in theaters. No, no. It's 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 House of Dragon. House of Dragon's the the best show, yeah. and thing of the of the year hands down. That that's that's my favorite number number one. Yeah, it was great. It would it. It's uh, like, and I don't take credit for this, um, and it probably said the same joke when we covered House of Dragon. It's like Game of Thrones, but we don't know these people. <laughs> yeah, we don't know these people, right? But now we do. Now we do. Now After we do. Season, now we, we do. do. Yep. Now we yeah. do. And supposedly, supposedly this season was a prequel to the actual story. It is. It yeah, is a prequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tell us yeah. at the very beginning that this is how many this hundreds is how, this of years set, before, set up everything, right. before Daenerys Targaryen. So they because let us the know difference... in advance. No, you're going to misunderstand what I'm saying. What? Um, I meant the rest of a prequel to this series. This series is going to look a lot different because it was very encapsulated with very few characters in, in like, like six or seven rooms, right? Right. Um, and, and that... Now they're setting up everyone for the long haul of the actual war that's going to take place, which is the actual story. So this kind of thing is like the prologue to the novel that we're about to read. Right now, now that we care about everybody, they're going to kill them all. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Not a prequel to they were they were setting up the chess pieces so that way we can know who everyone is. And now we're getting into the real. The the right, 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 exactly. Exactly. Okay. Right, right. All right. And I have to watch out because, bo- like, because it was um, blood and fire. Blood and was fire. The book yeah. That, right. Right. That was what's a book written. Anyway, we we cover this in the House of Dragons stuff, so I have to be careful with my my uh, my brother and nephews who read that like the night it came out, you know, and like put dr- drilled straight through it. So I gotta, you know, um, but uh, yeah, no, no, one hundred percent. What did I have? That what did I have? House of Dragons. Oh, number two. Number two. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. That yeah. was my number three. Ariane, what t- was your number one? Well, House of Dragon, I know we, we it's covered in the other recording, but it's my number three on the show. So I definitely also love the show. Um, and I also went into it very skeptical, but I was pleasantly surprised. Um, and I'm sure I, I brought up how, how happy I was that there were women in the writer's room. Thank God. The two, the, the two it, it's a conflict between uh, uh, women. Right, the the yeah. main the main characters are women, and it was like everybody else is, everybody else, irrespective of gender, is, is orbits these two characters. Right, right. right. but we we covered all this. Let let let's wrap it up so we yeah, can. we did a whole right. thing. We yeah, watch our listen right, to right. our. So my number one, um, is everything everywhere all at once. This movie came out of April last year, and it has not left the radar 
of of the the pop no, it's, culture. It's it's great. It's great. It is a excellent I, I movie. Excellent acting. It's on my list. It's on my list. It's and... well made. Um, I think the special effects team is like three or four people um, that did the whole movie, and the fight choreographers were two guys who learned off YouTube. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm not yes. even kidding. Like that. Apparently, that's real. Like the fight choreographers are just like these two guys who who learned how to fight off of YouTube. Um, and the return learn how to fight choreograph off of YouTube. Well, they 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 also appear in the movie as like fighters. Right, right, right. Um, fight choreograph, not not fight because being in a fight is a different thing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. they actually also fight in the movie. Um and the triumphant return of it, It's make pretend. It's make pretend. It's make pretend, but like, you know, they got to actually like make it look cool. That's the point. Right. Either way. It's called fight choreography. Yes. Can I Keep going. Yeah, sorry. All right. The triumphant return of Ki Hui Kwan, who we all know and love from Short Indiana Round, Jones. baby. Yeah. <laughs> Indiana That's Jones and the right Temple there. of Doom. Um, Goonies. I haven't seen Goonies, but I know he's in Goonies. Um, he yeah. is also. What do you mean you haven't seen Goonies? I'm sorry. I have. I, I have. Even I saw that one already. Goonies. Well, I, I hate got... when people do that to me. What? Like, what, what do you mean you haven't you seen? Well, Ariane does that to me once a week. <laughs> <laughs> once a week. Yeah, once a l- week. Let's, let's try it. See, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, I've never seen it. Yeah, me neither. I've been trying to do a movie night with everybody where we see that, we do a retro review. Anyway. Which are, uh... we, we should. We should. Everything Everywhere All at Once is the movie of the year, without a doubt. I, I truly think I it, it, it can walk away with the Best Picture Oscar, um, God willing. That's it's my sweeping pick. all the awards that have come it up. It is really that. killing it. It's killing it. It's going to do well. If it's, you, it, it's, might, it might win. It could win. It's a very Cinderella story because movies like that don't really win all that often. It's a movie that came out in April of last year. The movie was made on like the tiniest budget i i gotta look has an asian film like well it's not asian parasite it's it's oh that one all right parasite won a few years back um but i mean i know what you mean that it has an asian but yeah 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 yeah. the the movie's i hear jamie lee curtis is really great in it jamie lee curtis is also good good in it yeah she's good i I love her so so you know you, you should watch and we should cover it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, definitely. No, we definitely will. I apologize, listeners. I apologize. I'm doing you a disservice. Well, I just, I just gotta throw this out there because it's pretty astonishing. The movie was made for a budget that was between 14 and 25 million. I guess considering like advertising and stuff like that, and it made 107 million at the box office, which is, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot of money, but for a movie like that, it's great. And and to get all this praise from everybody, Michelle Yeoh is amazing. Stephanie Stephanie Shu. Michelle Yeoh. <laughs> Stephanie Shu is also Oscar nominated. She plays a daughter in the movie. Um, she's great. I I couldn't be happier for all the success this movie has gotten. For me, it's it's undoubtedly the movie of the year. If you haven't watched it, please watch it. When are the Oscars? Uh, they're they're on the the night of the Last of Us finale, so I have to I have to pick my battles. Really, the Last of Us is going to do that. They moved 
they moved to away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, but the Super Bowl is different. The Super Bowl gets the huge Super Bowl ratings. Is the, the Oscars is the number the one Super... rated show. I mean, number one watched every, show every year. Every year, every year. The Oscars uh, has not been that way since the nineties. So okay, real, real quick, you know the the top twenty shows like of all time. It's like nineteen Super Bowls and a finale of Mash. Every year there's a yeah. new Super Bowl. The finale of Mash moves down the list. Yeah. Um, <coughs> that finale of Mash. Have you seen that? I've never seen no. Mash. Uh, one, it's a good show. Um, it's it's you know it's a very it, you know you look at it now and it's dated with. Uh, I I with, remember hearing uh, the theme song like late at night when I would like. <laughs> that's how i knew it was so time that, for me to go to and, bed and it's when I really it's song. really it's you know and i kate and i started watching some episodes um and we were like oh wow and i forget i you know because i'm an adult but when it was playing i was a kid so i just saw these guys like operating and going haha cracking jokes when they're operating but i didn't really get it um so it's really like black humor um but the finale was really good there was a scene in a bus because you know they're all like joking around it's a comedy it's a half hour sitcom right but the season finale um the main character by what's his face um is it alan alda alan alda um uh there's a scene and this is i because i watched the the, the last episode when it premiered because everybody would did at the time and there's only 10 channels um but there was a scene where they're trapped in a bus and they're there in the Korean War, and um, and Alan, there's a baby crying, and they're afraid that there, there's there's fighting going on nearby, and they're afraid that soldiers are going to come and kill them, and then Alan Alda's character, uh, B- Honeycut, no, um, I don't remember the names, uh, but so he turns to this woman in the back, this Korean woman with a child, and he goes, "Can you just shut that baby up? Shut the baby up! We're gonna, you know," and he's like yelling, so. He remembers it as like she had a chicken that was clucking and it cracked the chicken's neck, but it was actually a kid. So it's very much like Life of Pi um, with that. And it was, and that stayed with me as a kid. So, you know, it was kind of like this weird kind of thing. Anyway, um, uh, Mashes, it was, uh, you know, it was a, a thing that uh, I think some generation should revisit. It, it is of its time. I just looked up the finale of Mash. The episode drew 105.97 million total viewers and a total of 121.6 million. That's crazy. In the 70s? That was the 70s, right? Yeah, yeah, 70s. It was the, in the 70s, there was like, there was only about, uh, was like, what, 200 million people in the United States? <laughs> We've almost doubled it. You know? As of, as of um, 2010, it stands as the most watched finale of any television series as well as the most watched episode as of 2018. So it still holds a record. So I, I looked up the, the most watched shows of all time. So number one is actually the Apollo moon landing. So I guess what... what... But that's not a show. See, I right. think that's not fair. But it's a, it's a like, broadcast. If you're going to go, what's the biggest sporting event? What's the biggest, like, the biggest news thing or live situation? Because when you're live, it's different. Right. You know, but know but here, T, let, let me let me let me finish time. the point that I'm making. So number one is the Apollo moon landing. Um, two through nine are various Super Bowls. <laughs> number ten is Richard Nixon's speech. Oh, uh, his, resi- uh, his resignation signs? speech. Sorry, yep, resignation speech. Yeah. Then it's two more Super Bowls. Then it's Mash, and then it's two more Super Bowls, and that's your top fifteen. <laughs> oh 
Oh my god. So it's the only actual show. So yeah, the you Oscars know? don't stand a chance against The Last of Us. Anyway, T, what is your number one? So last time when we recorded this, I was shouting. I was like, and I and I felt so, and I was like, you know, not two sheets to the wind, but at least one sheet to the wind. And How many I was like, as we were recording, right I'm not too. I need another one, one fitted um, one, one fitted sheet. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, yeah, yeah. The folded laundry. I'm folded laundry right now. But so I'm gonna get because I can't. I can't try and re- re- recreate no. that because I was really happy after I did it because I was like shouting. But I think to make a f- a television show, an anti-fascist television show, v- virulently anti-fascist to make that now it's so important and not only is like nazis are bad which they are the idea that we're presented with characters with a kind of depth that function within this fascist state and listen i'm a star wars guy see you didn't even say the name of the show I'm, Ariadne, you, you cut me off. I was going to let him do his whole thing and then say, and what show are you talking about? And then they know. And I'm a Star Wars guy. And you know what? When I saw Star Wars as a child, everything, it, like, it, 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 my, my sense of wonder as a child and my creative imagination my brother still talks about how i had the the egg cartons and i would take the egg cartons with my Star Wars action figures because i needed the i needed the power generators that the rebels had to defend when the stormtroopers were coming and i had i mean it's like it was it was my mind existed in that kind of thing and you still you know if you look at my life and the things i've done you could see like even in my mfa um uh um presentation in the thing you know what i Where'd mean you do i your mentioned MFA? empire strikes back in Berlin. Oh, okay. Um, so, 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 like, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a pretty podcast joke. Recorded, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, keep on going. Keep on going. So, so, it's like the way they did this and how important this is. Like, uh, Andor is my number one. Andor is my number one. Um, I think that, and Spade, well, you'll hopefully you'll back me up on this. When it was announced, my excitement about Andor was... There was two people super excited about Andor. You and Diego Luna's mother to, to, to like watch the show. Like, <laughs> like and I'm like, okay, that, that could be all right. But I was not enthused with the show I, at all. I was, not, I was not looking forward to it because I was so disappointed by all the other shows that we'd gotten that weren't Mandalorian. Like, I was like, between Book of Boba Fett and Obi-Wan, I was like, oh my god, like, really? Like, what yeah, what, a, a, what fresh sauce, hell awaits I was like, what hell awaits us? And then I watched this show and I'm like, oh my god, like, It's wow. better than it ought to be. It's better than it ought to be. We don't deserve Andor. No, but they were putting out great trailers, and I'm like, remember, Spade, I'm still skeptical remember, on this. No, Spade, Spade. I remember, I think the second trailer came out, and I watched it, and I was like, you guys got to see this. You got to see this trailer. And you were on your anti-trailer like uh, kick at the moment, and you were like, no, I'm not watching that. They're going to spoil things. I'm like, dude, watch it. Please watch this trailer. <laughs> and then you watch it, and you're like, that was really good. I was like, I told you. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. It's true. 
I have I have a weird thing with expectations these days. <laughs> so like like uh oh um Ed Mangello who is a uh, Doctor Mangello who I who is a coworker of mine who is a big Star Wars guy from back in the day but he's more of a Lord of the Rings guy you know more degree like me more degrees than a thermometer um so like he's like. When 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 uh, the Force Awakens comes out, and he goes, "Hey, hey, hey I, I, I trust your judgment on Star Wars. What do you, you know, what do you what do you th- think about?" It? And I go, "Listen, man, you know, nothing's going to ever replicate the sense of wonder um, that we got when we were kids. You know, it was it was I was fine. It was good. You know, it's enjoyable. But you know what, though, this installment, and I and I know there's a lot of haters on it, but not I mean not a lot. Everybody, even the haters." Of this, of Andor, are like they're like, oh yeah, it's good, it's well acted. The Things script- they're hating on is nitpicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. The 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 script is good. It's it's real. That's the thing. Like they're being nice well about acted. it because they just can't. And it's admit. a good story, but. But yeah, they have to preclude it with like listing a thousand things of. Great, but but thirty eight minutes is too much. This episode should have been thirty seven and a half. Right, right, right. That, that kind there of stuff. There shouldn't be bricks. Why are there bricks in Star Wars? And there's like bricks all over Star. Wars. You know what I mean? Like that. You've you know, seen people like, complain about bricks. Yeah, that was a, that was a big. It was a big internet thing. The guy got like on his podcast who was just hating it because they need to hate anything Kathleen Kennedy. But in the end. I'm so surprised. I, I knew I was going to like it. I thought it was going to be good, but I didn't expect. I think it to blew be all of like, our expectations out of the water, which is like what's so yeah, surprising we, about we it. Don't it, it, was, it. We don't deserve Andor. It was such Andor. an adult kind of series, like such a real kind of like. Yeah, it was like, like Star wow, Wars for grownups, really. No, but it's just like, right. and they and, didn't treat the audience like they were stupid. Right. Like, like wow, like. They, they didn't treat us like we were stupid. They weren't holding our hands. They were they were letting us figure things no, out on our no own. No info dumps. Oh, no yep. info dumps. That the, I, I, I mean, exposition dumps. I mean, it's like, holy crap. Anyway, we have a whole podcast on it where I gush about it, you know. But, I mean, it was just... We can, we can go on forever about how good the show is. Like, it's, it's really... And we have a strong Latino male leading this podcast that I can identify. He's not, I'm not that much older than him. How old is Diego Luna? 40 something probably. Early 40s. I'm not that much older than him. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm right there with him in that show. You know, uh, it was tailor made for me. And you know what? F- fascists. No, no, no. We have no, no, no. We have a couple more things here. We have a couple oh, more do? things, and I told you guys to be prepared. Oh. I told you guys to be prepared. So, two topics, and we'll we'll laser through these. Okay, we'll 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 light speed hyperspace through these. Okay, one. What are you looking forward to in 2023? You can give two, but don't you can't give more than two. You're supposed to be one, but I'll I'll allow for two. The Barbie movie names. The Barbie movie. I am genuinely looking forward to the Barbie movie. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Because Greta Gerwig is directing it. I love Greta Gerwig. Remind me. She did the remake of Little Women that came out at the end of 2019. And she also did... um, That had anachronistic music in it. No, that's not... not, No, that's not... Little Women did not have that. Um... God, and the other movie that came out with um, Saoirse Ronan that I can't remember the name. Um, uh, what is it? Oh, Lady Bird. Lady Bird. 
Lady Bird. Yeah, okay. great movie. Um, and she she's co-writing the uh, Barbie movie with her husband, Noah Baumbach, which is, like, insane to me. <laughs> um, I am actually looking forward to it, like, legitimately. And it's coming out the same day as Oppenheimer, which I am also looking forward to. Christopher Nolan's next movie, his big ensemble movie that he's doing. Um so I guess, yeah, I guess those are my two two big things that I would probably be looking forward to. I'm sure there's more, but those are the ones that stick uh, out on I'm my mind. I'm surprised you didn't say Fast X, Ariani. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The conclusion. Fam- family. Family. Familia. Corona. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Spade, what, do you, what, do you, what are you looking forward to in 2023? Well, you know what? If we recorded this when we originally did, I would have said Ant-Man. I was really hyped to see what they were going to do for Ant-Man. But now that we've seen Ant-Man, it's not Ant-Man. Please tune into the podcast. We're about to record this right after we shut off this one. We got another round of recording to do. So we're going to do our Ant-Man piece. I'm super hyped for Into the Spider-Verse or Into the Across the Spider-Verse, whatever they're calling it. I'm I'm really, really excited for that. Can't can't wait. Yeah, that looks like that's going to be good. All right, I'm going to stay true to form, and I am going to say uh, my um, – because there's a lot of stuff I'm looking forward to, um, and even Star Wars content that I'm looking forward to. But what I'm looking forward to here is um, The Acolyte, uh, Disney Plus streaming Star Wars. It's going to be um, – Is that coming out this year? My understanding it is, yeah. If I'm wrong, it's okay. I'll be looking forward to it anyway. Um uh, if, uh, if it doesn't come out this year, T saying the Mandalorian. Right, right, right. <laughs> we only have a, we only have like a what? Uh, it's in days, right? When is it? When is the Mandalorian? Yeah, n- next uh, Wednesday. So we're recording Saturday. It'll be Wednesday. Really? That soon? Right, yeah, so, March first. Wow. And I'm gonna be on family leave the entire time, and that's coming out. So I'm gonna be like, um, so all right, the Acolyte, and the Acolyte is a Star Wars Disney Plus streaming series that is set in a new. Um, uh, Star Wars era that uh, live action um, hasn't touched yet. It's going to be um, uh, a few years after The Old Republic, and The Old Republic is a series of novels and, and comic books and other kind of Star Wars media that uh, that is set about, uh, um, what is it, like six, seven hundred years or something like that? Don't quote me. Oh, well, uh, IMDb before... has August 11th listed as the premiere date. Uh, for I don't know Acolyte. if that's a... Yeah, I don't know if that's official or not, but it if you says, look up the, the acolyte, they started filming it October of last year. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, and the it's cast possible. List, the cast list is really good. Um, I don't have a, maybe Ariani fire up the IMDb cast list if you um, want to check that out. Um, so it's uh, and, and it's Amanda, a diverse cast. Amanda Stenberg, she's in it. Um, if you saw the Hunger Games, wait, uh, Def, Daphne Keen is the lead. That's uh, Daphne Keen, uh, Laura. Uh, from 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 Logan, Logan. yeah, um, and the, uh, the 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 showrunner is the showrunner uh, for um, Russian oh Doll, gosh. isn't it uh, Russian, Russian Doll? Yep, right, really good. Um, so I'm really I'm really looking forward to this. And the acolyte is, uh, if they're talking about that, that the lead character is a Sith acolyte. So that means we're looking at a story about uh, a young Sith. Uh, set, you know, uh, you know, centuries before, uh, the you know Luke Skywalker and the gang, you know. So I'm really looking forward to that. That creative team is good. 
uh, and you know the creative team is good because toxic fanboys are already complaining about it. Um, they they'd complain that's, that's a, that's because a, they're toxic fanboys. <laughs> that's what they do. Right, right. They, that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. so, thank you for explaining my joke. Um, but like... <laughs> uh, but no, it's like, it's a badge of honor. If somebody's complaining about something, it's a, if those dudes say something negative about something, that means... It's gonna it, that, that there's gonna be better. There's, there's some Except good people working it, on it. We're we're great. When we complain, it's it's valid. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, hopefully we complain about the merits of the thing. Well, listen, listen. Know. This was supposed to be a 15 minute podcast. We're almost an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> okay. What uh, what's your other thing. number One two? Last... T? Go ahead. No. Okay, okay. Now, predictions for next uh, for 2023. What do you think's gonna happen in 2023? We 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 record we record more episodes. We actually re- we'll do we'll we'll record an actual live episode for once. Um, <laughs> we'll do more podcasts. We'll do more podcasts. We'll do one in person. We'll be in a room together and record. But we have to decide on what that would be. John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah, we do it. Li- we'll we'll have a movie night. We'll do that live. That'd, That'd be, be cool. cool. Yeah. I know I had a good DC joke, but then they kind of destroyed the whole DC <laughs> universe at large. Uh, the, and I don't remember. Oh, the power, I remember. The power what, I remember. Of the hierarchy has changed. I re- <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I re- I remember what my prediction was going to be. It's going to be that Marvel is going to take Henry Cavill and The Rock and cast them as Hyperion and the Sentry, which are essentially Black Adam and Superman. Uh, in the Marvel universe, and actually let them fight it out, like how the Rock wants. Yeah, and let them fight it out, which would be hilarious. The hierarchy of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right, and this is this is this is our DC episode that we need to do. But I think there's a number of characters that um, Henry Cavill could play. Hyperion and uh, is is uh, or the Sentry. Yeah, yeah, the Sentry. Right, right, right. Henry Um, Cavill. But yeah, that's that's my joke. When my my actual prediction, I I think, is going to be. So the Marvels, you know, got delayed. My theory with that is I think we're going to get a Fantastic Four tease in uh, in the post-credits of that film. We'll see. Okay. Okay, my prediction, and, yep. and, and you guys have heard me say it a bunch of times, it won't be a surprise to you, but... Um, I think uh, I think Apple's gonna buy Disney this year. Oh God! What? Oh, oh God! What? What? I Please. think that's gonna happen don't, this don't year. Don't speak it into existence. I beg you. It, it's gonna. Ha- it's it's it, the writing is on the wall, <laughs> yo. I, if if it doesn't happen, I'd be surprised. I hope it doesn't. You know, Disney just dropped a, like a, like uh, it's it's trimming. They're saying that they're gonna they're 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 getting into shape. They're getting into shape to fit into that wedding dress. Is that's what's what's that's what's happening? Well, right you know, now. they just brought back Bob Iger. Um, right after why? Repli- well, so yeah. right, because the other guy was so crap, and that they're you, bringing you know this Bob guy, Iger back. You know to get why it. the other guy was crap? Because he was a penny pincher. He was a penny pincher. Bob Iger is not a penny pincher. He's willing to spend the money to make things happen. No, but but the thing was is that they were. He was. He would. I don't, they were pushing right but they were pushing more content but they were giving less money for the content right so you get those kind of things right that that like lower quality things on disney plus that they had to do it so now that bob Iger's back they're going to slow down production on disney plus so we get better quality less stuff but better better quality and i think moving the marvels is is proof of that i think i think um 
I think that uh, I think it's uh, the writing is on the wall. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, notallpods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. Sorry, T. Why are you guys lying? Because you guys are breaking out. You're breaking. T. You know, Ariani with, with the Berlin stuff. You know, <laughs> and you with, with your MFA, which we know stands for motherfucking attitude. Um, I was gonna say that, that you asshole. that you have <laughs> to this poor guy I'm explaining riesling to I'm you. I'm a little hurt here. <laughs>